Oh wait, that doesn't really work because I have to turn down the music in order for you to talk. Go ahead, Spears, you ornery bastard. Right. Hello, hello. Well, you just told me it wasn't going to work. It's working. Go so ahead. Here, hello. Welcome to Insufferable Bastards. This is our year-end Christmas holiday, whatever you want to call two. it. Part two. Part two special of whatever best of and worst of list. Um, today, I am joined by Mike Lane. Mike hello. Lane, give us a little plug. Uh, music, movies, and more podcasts. Check me out at MMAM Podcast uh, at Twitter, on Twitter. And our very special Friday the 13th gamer <laughs> and awesome bathroom artist. Please, Shane, tell us where you can get your art. Uh, at Forte in Jamestown, New York. And always, usually the host, but I'm filling in at this moment, <sighs> Carlos Danger. Hey, how's it going? I just hey. flew in. My wings are tired. Hey, so, all right, so our last episode, right, we did part one, a look back, best of uh, 21, worst of 21. And as soon as we stop recording, these guys, they don't want me to read everybody's answers. All you people who took the time to fill oh, out that Google oh. form, these, I guess, I guess it was boring. People didn't like me going through reading all the answers, so I am sorry. All right, maybe we'll put it on our website. Or maybe I'll do an episode by myself where I just read all your answers for 30 minutes. Yeah, that, that'll be very entertaining. Fuck you, Mike Lane. How about that? <laughs> all right, let's get into this. God damn it. It's part two. Uh -oh, the best yeah, and worst. Very belligerent now. of 2021. Well, I mean, we start, we start, we, we, we do an hour and then everyone's like, oh, can you not read the shit no, that no, people I did? If you, read them all. <sighs> all right. So the best movie we're going to, this is it. There's no, we, we're going to, we just bury the lead, right? Everyone, the best movie is obviously the most important, right? That's the cream of the crop. That's the top of the list. That's King shit at Third Mountain. We're just going to dump it out right here. Uh, best movie of 2021. Let's go, Mike Lane. Dune, Dune. I thought what? it was. I thought it was stunning visually. I like the story. I liked the books as a kid. I the David Lynch movie. So this was uh, very well done. Very well done. Very striking. So I and I didn't see too many movies, but you know the Dune was the one that that, that stood out. So I'm choosing Dune. Super retro throwback reviews, by the way, said the best movie of 2021 was a three-way tie between New York Ninja, which just got re-released or released for the first time, Ghostbusters Afterlife, and Dune. All right, Brian, now to you. Uh, Pig. Starring Nicolas Cage. That's uh, the one movie that uh, stuck, it still stands out. I have a couple other movies that I really enjoyed. Um, but that, I mean, that was, this was like the easiest one for me. That's, I think the best movie of the year. Joey from the So Wizard podcast chose Psycho Gorman as the best movie of the year. Another goddamn movie podcast chose Black Judas and the Messiah for best movie of the year. Isaac Thorne, the horror writer, chose Jacob's Wife as the best movie uh, of the year. What Barbara is that? Crampton, Larry Fe Barbara Crampton, Larry Fezzedin. It's like a kind of a vampire monster movie. I don't know if it's a vampire. It's a monster movie. I don't know what kind of creature it is. Vampire. Okay. Huh. 
Brian, did you name yours already? Because I wasn't even paying attention because now you guys got to read the list. Yeah. Pig. Okay, pig, pig. 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 Nicholas Cage does give a uh, stellar performance. I, I mean, we, we do an incredible look. We do an incredible uh, entire episode on it, so you can look back at our. One of the many episodes Shane episodes. declined to be on. Actually, I'm actually amazed we got Shane. Although looking at him, he's like, I can't fucking believe I'm here. I, was I usually work. Uh, we have a. We're not working today, so it wasn't personal. All right, Shane, what was your pick before my camera falls down? Of uh, the uh, best well, I mean, I I go with. Uh, Pig also, I saw it four times this past year, but uh, last night I watched Power of the Dog, and that's the most I've been drawn into a movie in a long time. I really enjoyed it. That's on my list. As as is Pig. As is Pig. I watched. Well, it's free now, you cheap bastard, because that's the whole reason we do. Eugene and I did a whole episode. We knew we, we would freaking love the movie, but we invite other people on to, like, mix it up with us. And but you know that is on Hulu now, Mike. Check it out. It is free on Hulu. And Power of the Dog is a Jane Campion movie that just got released on Netflix yesterday. Uh, just came oh, out. But you didn't like that, Carlos, right? Didn't you? I wasn't gonna rain on. Sh- I mean, you know what I mean. Shane's uh, my guest. Uh, all right, never mind. Fucking bored me. I didn't tears. like Doom. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we should we should mix it up we should mix it up my problem with power of the dog it's just i, I don't know i just want it it's a western i thought it was going to be I, I i guess it wasn't i mean it plays um i think the movie was like it deliberately subverts my expectation i don't want to get into it too much but there's a main character who you hope like oh he's going to get his comeuppings he's going to get his couple well, he's going to he's going to go well, down in a rain of glory bullets flying that's not the Western. This wasn't, that's not this Jane movie. Campion. Yeah, I guess I, I was like, oh man, she's going to kick Why, around. Harvey Kell, Ty, Ky, Kytel runs across the screen naked? Well, there, there's a lot of that. Not Harvey <laughs> Kytel. But, uh, all right, so wait. Okay, so that was Shane's. You guys mind if I, I mean, people took the time. Can I go and name go a right couple ahead. of, I know, you, I know you guys don't like this, but Cemetery Gates podcast said best movie was Dune. Dune gets a lot of love. I mean, come on! Damn, I, mean, I, I I almost picked Dune because there's really yeah, I haven't seen really? a lot, and there's not that. There's, I mean, Dune's entertaining. It's a it's a movie movie, man. You know what but I mean? Best of movie supposed to be like something that means something to us, or these big Hollywood spectacles? I mean, yeah. oh, well, all right. Chris Frodo arguing with myself also picked Ghost Ghostbusters Afterlife. Jesus Christ. I mean, I didn't see it, but I, 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 couldn't, it was- I couldn't get past the trailer. Like, I guess I'll watch the movie eventually. I didn't like the, tra- Ghostbusters the trailer. Ghostbusters is good. I thought it, it is was, good. Yeah. It's not like a Stranger Things kind of ripoff vibe to it. No, I thought I thought it was entertaining. The kids are great. Paul Rudd is amazing. He's hilarious. Okay. I'll watch he's it. Also, he's also Ant-Man. <laughs> he is. And he's a shrink next door. He's Dr. Ike. Best movie of 2021 from Lindsay says, Belle? Maruma Hasoda? Okay. Yeah. I have no idea what that is. I am a dumb cisgendered white male. And I'm trashy. Does anybody tell me? Fill me in. Anyone know what that I've is? I've seen it on like Amazon. That's all I could tell you. Like just the title. But I mean, it's it's artsy. I can't. I'm not gonna. You know, shocking things. A second I wasn't vote. gonna read subtitles. A second vote. So according to uh, the people that sent stuff in, the number one movie of the year, New York Ninja gets another vote. It's New York Ninja and the new Ghostbusters. Hmm. Uh, Pint of Comics best movie of the year. Suicide Squad says uh, oh, entertain yeah. me the most for sure. Yeah. 
It's definitely an entertaining movie. Fuck you, all right, all right. I had a real hard time with this. Uh, then we got uh, Sir John, fuck you, you know who I am. Green Knight, which I did not see, but has got stellar reviews. Andrew Morgan says, Writers of Justice, though the year is not over, and I don't count 2021 films that were in the latest Oscars. A lot of qualifications there from the Nomcast. Last but not least, Stu from Stu World's Order. Uh, he says, Shang Chai? Shang, what is that Marvel oh, one? Shang Chi. Really? That's just the most politically that's on correct my answer. That's, well, that's yeah, stupid. So I, I haven't seen that. It's yet. so boring. That's oh, boring? Dragons and bullshit. Dragons and bullshit. That sounds like it's right up Stu's alley. All right, so then, going on. So that was our, our best movie of the year. We've just pooped that out. Now we come to worst movie of the year. I'll go first, and then we'll go around in the circle. Uh, coming to America, I thought with Eddie oh, Murphy. I hated yeah. that movie. I hated everything about it. It was. It made me cry. I was disappointed. It, it ruined the first one for me. I can't watch it anymore. And it, I was, was hold up in my hold up in my basement for a week. Mike Lane, what was the worst movie of the year? Um, it's a movie that I haven't seen, but but just I love when. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait. A, you haven't seen it? No, no. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. All right. I love when movie makers respond to the audience as to why people didn't see it. So that movie Duel, where the director said, the reason why people didn't watch it is because the millennials complain about everything. So now I want to see the movie to see if it's really as bad as people are saying. Wait, is that Ridley Scott? Was that Ridley Scott? I have no idea. Was it good? Uh, No, I'm just saying it's the last Duel. I think it's the last Duel. Last Duel, yeah. The trailer looked all right, but now I kind of want to see it just based on the reaction it of like it. Looks like a horrible um, movie. Was it? I mean, I looked horrible. I will. Yeah, the trailer yeah. looked horrible. It's a yeah. same. It's like you know, I don't know. It's one of those. It's not even a sword and a sorcery movie. You know, it's like <laughs> is that with sword. Matt Damon and the and the mullet? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Adam Driver. Awesome. Yeah, Ben Affleck with like blonde blonde hair, like Caesar cut. But, they but dyed I, hair I will, back then. I, I will agree with Carlos. I didn't have a choice at first, but Carlos reminded me just how just utterly disappointing coming to America was. The number two. Uh, it could have been so much more, and it just and it just wasn't. Stu so World's was, yeah. Order says the worst movie of 2021 was Honeydew. I don't even know what the heck that is. <laughs> and then we got uh, Nomcast again says worst movie was A Prisoners of Ghostland. Yeah, that was horrible. Ah. <laughs> horrible. Sir John I, I says the misfits. For like Thirty seconds. The misfits. That might have been. A, that might have been a. I think that was an action movie with the. Uh, oh wait, is Trigger that a, Bell. another DC thing? I have no idea. Pina Comics no. says Halloween Kills. Shitty, real shitty. <laughs> uh, Shocking Things says the latest Saw Spiral with Chris Rock. Yeah. That's mine. That Lindsay, was mine. <laughs> Lindsay says Space Jam New Legacy, which is, yeah, that was universally hated. Arguing with myself says 8-Bit Christmas, which just came out. I actually want to see that. Watch it with my kids. Shane, what was your pick? My end, oh, I have like six movies. I, I, I just hated everything I've seen mostly, but like my end all be all top is the French Dispatch, which I walked out of five, ten minutes from the end because I couldn't take it anymore. Now, how did and that I differ? Love Wes Anderson. That's what I was going to ask you. Yeah, because Wes Anderson is kind of you, people either love or hate him. But I'm surprised because yeah. you love him, but you didn't like this. What was different about this compared to his other ones? He's just jerking himself off. That's all it is. It's like he's believed his own press. Yeah, 
But the set design, I guess, is really impressive, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, all of that stuff's good. I mean, it was good. And then once it got to the middle, it just goes – it just gets so boring. Yeah. What were some other movies you hated this yeah, year? Yeah, tell me – I want to hear yeah, a couple other ones. No, I need to know I hated uh, Shang-Chi. I hated Resident Evil. I hated Prisoners of Ghostland. And I love Nicolas Cage. I hated yeah. Spiral. I hated – and I hated the new James Bond. Wow. I see, I didn't see any of those. No. Did you get right, – nobody else saw that? Oh, wait, no, I just lost this. All right, that was Sheen French. Okay, best uh, Cemetery I'll Gates. I'll say mine. mine wait, I'll hold on, hold on. I'm, no, I'm reading some of these. Oh, oh, We're going right. uh, Cemetery Gates podcast. Uh, what are we doing? Best movie, worst movie of the year. Army of the Dead. Yeah. Mm. This brother says. Uh, made me a lot of money. I, I'm by. Hey. Isaac right. Thorne. Worst movie of 2021. Any Marvel movie. God bless you. God bless you, Isaac Thorne. <laughs> Uh, who is this? Another goddamn movie pod says Reminisce was the worst movie of the year. Joey from the Hugh So Wizard. Jackman. Home Sweet Home Alone, which is uh, I haven't seen, oh. but I've watched a couple of reviews of it. <laughs> yeah, but how are you? Supposed to be bad. Oh, then we got somebody agreeing with Shane. Super Retro Throwback Reviews is the last one. Says uh, No Time to Die, the James Bond movie, which he calls No Time to Woke, which I guess maybe it's a woke James Bond. I'm not really sure. I didn't see it. But all right, Brian, what do you got? I was just gonna say Spiral. It's a horrible movie, horribly horrible, horrible movie, to the point where if you watch it as a comedy, it might be the funniest movie again as well. Chris Rock playing a cop, like not a hardened detective, a detective that like you know grew up in the life of his father's a police officer you know, rose up the ranks and it's Chris rock. That's all I'm going to say. He's so miscast. He's good. He was good in Fargo. He's he plays a monster. He's it's just, it's like, he's supposed to be Morgan Freeman in seven. It it is the funniest thing in the world. You got to check it out. Nobody picked malignant on either submissions or anybody here. Because I'm going to watch malignant again. It was up. It was up there. It was in one of my three. All right. So then, Best performance in a movie. Let's start with uh, Mike Lane. I chose Lakeith Stanfield as Cherokee Bill in The Harder They Fall. He was so good at playing a character who was calm throughout so many stressful situations, but you can tell that there was some kind of pressure and tension. And then uh, I won't give any, give anything else away. He's just a brilliant actor, basically, in everything that I've seen him in. And I just it was just one of those uh, performances I couldn't take my eyes off him anytime he was on the screen. And plus, The Harder They Fall was a, it was really a lot of fun uh, as well. So, uh, uh, Lakeith Stanfield, best performance. I just watched that last night. I had started it a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, after the intro, I was like, oh, this is too stylized. This Western is just too stylized for me. But by the end, like, I, I mean, I just finished it last. That That is a good movie. I think it yeah, has the potential to be, it had the potential to be much greater than it is, but chock full. So it falls apart in the end. It falls apart in the it, end. Yeah. But yeah, right, you saw it too. Weak. We should do a separate podcast yeah. on that. You got yeah, Delroy yeah. Lindo. Oh, and just the, the cast was amazing. Yeah, it's, a, it's a good. The cast was amazing. The soundtrack, the soundtrack. It's, it's no very cool. Too. Yeah. It's no yeah. posse, which no, might be a good never, thing. Which, which might be a good posse. thing. There's no posse. All right, uh, then super retro throwback reviews. 
Now this is all a different order. Now you guys are going to get mad at me again. Best performance in a movie or TV show, Margot Robbie and her sexy legs in The Suicide Squad. All right, there you go there. Super retro throwback <laughs> reviews. I, I, I remember Carlos mentioned a long time ago about just the accent that's used for um for Harley Quinn, how it's just no one talks like that, at least anymore. So I wish they kind of modernized her accent because it's just that thick, yeah. stereotypical New York Queens kind of accent. Comic book movie. Yeah, I know. I, know. Her and Sherry, I think it's Sherry hot. Moon's I think it's hot, but then again, oh. I like... I could go to like Boston, have go those girls like go oh, like talk all weird and wicked. Yo, man, that's what you ever oh, see. Uh, Kev, you ever see Kevin can fuck himself? No, no. man, I'm not a yeah, weirdo, Mike. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> it's, it's good, but it has it has those Boston accents in it. Oh, it's so hot. Elizabeth Olsen in WandaVision was the best performance in 2021, <laughs> according to Joey from the So Wizard podcast. Uh, then another goddamn. Movie podcast says the best performance was a Rosamund Pike and I care a lot. Oh yeah, I just watched that the oh, other yeah. day. She's good. Yeah, that was pretty good. That's another one that kind of gets a little weak at the end. Isaac Thorne, best performance in twenty twenty one was uh, the dude Father Paul in Midnight Mass. I'm not even gonna try to say his name. And I'm only halfway through these. I know you guys love this. Cemetery Gates podcast. Best performance in 2021 was uh, Beth from Yellowstone, I guess he's saying. Yeah, right. she's amazing. You know, who's up, Shane? You're up, right? What was the best performance you saw in 2021? I guess we were going for movies here, but I guess people can say anything. What do you say? Nick Cage, Pig. That is a really... What I love about Pig is, uh, you know, by the end, you're completely invested in that freaking character and you feel this pain. I mean, that was really, yeah. that was one I was tearing up at the end of that freaking movie. I like it. And they should make movies, man. That is like one of the most beautiful films ever. Ugh. So Shane, Ugh. you're the biggest Nick Cage fan that I know. Where does Pig rank in terms of Nick Nicholas Cage's uh, uh, resume? It's up there. Like it's up there with the good ones. I mean, there's I can't. There's too many good Nicholas Cage movies for me. But like, I'd put it if I could put it in ten. But I probably couldn't put it in the top ten. But like up there, it's like it's it's a good Nick Cage film. I was rewatching a little bit. I mean, the great thing about streaming, I just popped into leaving Las Vegas real quickly, which uh, I think I saw in the movie theater like three times. Yeah. <laughs> He's awesome. good in that. I'm not sure it's like aged as well. I mean, I think he got an Oscar for that, right? He did. He did yeah. yeah. Which I don't think he'd get an Oscar today for that, but I, I loved his Cosby, Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved his over the top performance in vampires kiss. Yeah. yeah that's my favorite. Movie yeah. Ever. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. Arguing with myself, I don't know if I even did this yet because now you guys got me skipping around because you got all pissed at me. Oh, he says uh, Mads, uh, what's his name, and Riders of Justice. Milton. Yeah, is that yeah, his name? What's Riders of Justice? It's like, it's a, like his wife gets killed. It's like a revenge flick, right? It's kind of a revenge smaller flick, one. Yeah. Yeah. It's got mixed reviews, but I think it's somebody picks it as uh, the best of the year. So I guess it's developed a strong following. Uh, and then makes we, good movies to be in. Lindsay, yeah. You ever see? Ever see him in? First time I saw him was Valhalla Rising. Was uh, weird. Oh, movie. that's like one of the best <laughs> movies I've ever seen. So bizarre. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. person didn't pick one. And then we got uh, shocking things. Says best performance was uh, the dude from the Midnight Mass series. And then we got our friends at the Pine of Comics. Who do you think, Brian? Who do you think Pine of Comics picked as the best performance of the year? Do you have any guesses? 
Owen Wilson from. Uh, no, it's the dude from Dave. Was. That show, Dave. Logan. Owen Wilson was. I actually that that's a good one. The guy Owen Wilson was really good in that. Uh, Roy Kent, the dude who plays Roy Kent in Ted Lasso, is Sir John's pick. And then we got Andrew Morgan from the Nomcast. Best performance 2021 was Andrew Garfield and Tick, Tick, Boom, a movie I can't watch just because I'm so sick of Netflix throwing it at me on Twitter. Where are like, ah, bobbity, I can't. Oh, wait, last tried, but not least. I tried to watch it, but I, I, couldn't, I couldn't continue. Was Lin-Manuel, didn't, uh, who did that? Lin-Manuel? Yeah, he directed that. Directorial debut, I believe, right? Uh, yeah. Then we got the crazy stew down there who doesn't watch documentaries because he believes that's only retired. I guess he confuses Fox News viewers with people who watch documentaries. What does he say? Oh, t- Thomas Thomason McKenzie and Last Night in Soho. I haven't seen that yet. But I, I haven't seen that. Do I want? I want to see it. Uh, I picked. All right, so I, I had three. I thought. An unsung one that we had mentioned earlier in the year, Brian, was uh, Luke Kirby, the dude who Luke plays. Luke Kirby. Uh, uh, who's he play? Ted Manson? What the hell's the guy's name? No. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. He, he's my number one pick. In the man, no, no man of God. Uh, and I also, Nicholas uh-huh. Page and Nicholas Cage and Pig. And then of the aforementioned a couple episodes ago, Tim Blake Nelson and Old Henry. Uh, I'd have to give it, if, if I had to put a gun to my head, I'd have to give it to Tim Blake Nelson. In old Henry. Brian, did you go? Did everybody go? No. We didn't even start this one, I don't think. I didn't go. But my we answer started. was... Uh, Somebody's got to keep track of this for me. Uh, we started. Luke, I, I picked... <laughs> well, I like how uh, Brian's... He's complaining about the way I'm going through the format. He's not even helping me out. God damn it. I didn't, when did I complain about go the last. When did I complain about Luke Kirby was my choice. Pig was also. Uh, Nick Cage was also my choice. And the the girl from Promising Young Woman. Oh, yeah. Was oh, that this wrote, year? I think yeah. that might have. That was this year. It was 2021. I totally forgot about that. That's a great movie. So those, I mean, Luke Kirby, I give it to Luke Kirby because we've seen so many uh, Ted Bundys out there or somebody play that. Like that dude was dead on. He, you know, he had the exact right look. I found it really well done. And a I story mean, that's been and, told to death, but it's still, it's fresh with that dude's performance and, in that and, movie. And riveting, riveting. And uh, I do think Nick, this is Nicholas's Cage best performance ever. I, I do. I think he let, I love him when he lets his hair go crazy and like real, like, I do think Pig, uh, Nick, Nick Cage deserves at least an Oscar nomination but Luke Kirby was probably the biggest surprise for me. What movie was the Luke Kirby one? It's uh, No Man of God. No Man of God. It was That's streaming. Elijah Wood. That's with Elijah Wood. Elijah right? Wood play. Elijah Wood plays an FBI guy who has to go interview Ted Bundy. It's a, you know like we've seen a hundred times before because he's trying to get tips for whatever case. But it's it play. It's like a play because it just all takes place in the interrogation room and it's just these guys talking for like ninety wow. minutes and it's. Is very good. It's surprising because, like I said, it's so familiar, but it's a really good movie. If you're just into like watching solid performances, I highly recommend that. All right. So, yeah, we did go because Mike Lane went first and he had mentioned The Harder They Fall and the dude from that. So that's everybody just went. And I think I read all mm-hmm. the things off our submissions. So let's move on uh, quickly, efficiently. 
succinctly to worst performance in a movie, and I'm going to say Anthony Michael Hall in Halloween Halloween Kills. <laughs> he's terrible in that. I don't know why he's in the movie. I don't find it funny. I don't find it subversive. I'm offended. Shane, you want to go? Uh, do you have what I put down? Because I don't remember. All right, let's come back to Shane, and I'm going to look it up. Mike uh, Lane, you go. John Magaro as Silvio Dante in Many Saints of Newark. He's a good actor, so I don't know if it was entirely his fault, but it just came off as kind of like a Saturday Night Live parody of what Stephen Van Zandt did uh, in Sopranos. And I wasn't a big fan of Silvio in The Sopranos either or Van Zandt's performance. And What? And, uh, yeah, I just, I just, it took me out of the show a lot of the times because even Van Zandt's performance was just a parody of, you know, of a human being. Uh, so, so I think in many saints in Newark, it also took me out of that as well. Cause it's like, Oh, here's a guy imitating Steven Van Zandt's performance. That was a weird movie. I gotta, I gotta hop on to Mike's because I had the entire Sopranos, uh, <laughs> crew, Tony's crew that were in, all of them, all those guys that we the like, younger, not the Joey the Diaz, not the, no, no, younger, no, just no. the younger, the versions. younger version yeah. of like all those guys specifically. Yeah. Um, Silvio specifically, uh, Walnuts, Polly Walnuts, Polly Walnuts yeah. the guy, it was so bad. So, so, so bad. Not Tony, not the young Tony either. Like, just his cronies that stood, it was Muppet Babies. I think we talked yeah. about it once. Yep. And that's exactly what, what it took me out of the movie. Out of, I swear to God, that did not exist in the original version. They probably went out and filmed. I bet you they had to cram that stuff in there per HBO. Is that your um, answer or were you just riffing on mics? No, that was my answer. I'm so annoyed by that. That, that was totally the worst performances. Then, all right, Shane, you said worst performance in a movie or TV show. Anything with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> he's like the darling of Reddit. Like everyone, Keanu Reeves has went from being like kind of the. I think he's one of the worst actors in the world. He really is like not a good actor. But I mean, it's like you can't say that anymore because everyone loves him so much because he's such like a good. He's like a great spirit. But yeah, he's a terrible actor. I worked with him once, and they did say it was the worst movie of that year. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Uh, all right, so then all right, you guys want to go through all 14 responses? I know you guys do. Worst performance yeah. of the year, arguing with myself, says it was uh, the kids in 8-bit. <laughs> all the children in 8-bit Christmas. And then he, he makes it a point to say all of them. <laughs> Man, that just is all right. Lindsay Jeez. says the worst performance was Alex Hassel in Cowboy Bebop, which is getting a lot of hate out there. Shocking Things podcast says worst performance was anything Ryan Reynolds. I'll agree with that. Anything with Ryan Ryan Reynolds. I, I I'll definitely. I I don't get that guy. He's turning into a one note actor. He's just yeah. He's just. I mean yeah. He's like Burt Reynolds, but not quite as charming. Then uh, Pina Comics says uh, worst performance was Rami Malek, whatever his name is, Malek from No Time to Die. God, I guess that last James Bond movie really sucks, huh? Uh, Sir John, fuck you, you know who I am, says Megan Fox for Midnight in the Switchgrass. <laughs> she should just I'm go. I'm dying to see that, but it's it. $5.99. I cannot pay for 
a Megan Fox yeah. movie, but I yeah, yeah maybe that every day. Maybe the question out of this is why is Sir John renting Megan Fox movies? What does he expect? The same reason I'm gonna. <laughs> uh, Andrew Morgan of the Knobcast worst performance of the year was Logan Marshall Green and in Intrusion. I don't know what that is. And then Stu, my nemesis from Stu World's Order, says, but I agree with him here. Okay, here's some common ground for me and Stu. Literally everyone in Malignant, and I don't care if it was on purpose. Me neither, Stu. I don't get Malignant. I thought that was an annoying movie. And just skipping back, I know everyone hates that I do this, but I do appreciate that people answered. Cemetery Gates podcast, worst performance. Uh, can never fucking find it, though. Candy? I don't even know what that, <laughs> I don't I don't know what that means. What do you mean candy? Uh Isaac Thorne who listens, right? He would be personally offended if I just skipped his. So I don't want to do that. Uh Annette Mahandro and Huck on World Beyond. Oh, that's oh, uh that's the Walking Dead. The Walking yeah. Dead stuff. I always thought that was just a, a web series or like a mobile game. I didn't actually think no, it was it's on just, TV. It's another spinoff. It's another an, guy for me, it's another background show. Another goddamn kind of, movie says uh, Jared Leto in House of Gucci was awful. Jared Leto, I don't know, he's gonna lose his career. Joey from the No, no way. Yeah, he looks good in that. He looks really good. Isn't he just Sean Penn from Carlito's Way? This guy says Still, the entire man, cast of Prisoners of Ghostland. But I mean, it's been done before. And then Super Retro says worst performance was the entire cast and the lack of physics that would make Einstein say, "What the fuck?" Fast and Furious Nine. <laughs> so everybody in, in Fast and Furious 9. And so, uh, yeah, hey, that was worst performance in a movie. That's actually the end of part two. Should we just power through and get through the next four categories or should we go to a new one? If Mike, I mean, here's the thing about doing a podcast. If the participants are yawning, as Mike Lane just did, no, that I, doesn't bode well for this no. this episode. It's just been a long day. I'm good. I'm ready to go. All right, so let's go through this real fast because we can, we can get let's through go. these. We're going uh, next... Two, where the hell are we? I can't believe I liked it award. This is uh, something you watch and you couldn't believe you liked it. I'm going to say for myself, it was Tiger King 2 and Loki. I thought I would hate Loki. I ended up uh, liking it. I thought Owen Wilson was great. It got a little like laser beam Marvel bullshit halfway through, but I thought those first couple episodes were really interesting, more Twilight Zone than I had seen with, with, with uh, you know these little kid Marvel movies that these man children like. Uh, Shane, do you want to go? <laughs> I don't know what I put. All right, all right, we lead. Uh, all right, come back to Shane, Mike Lane. Uh, can't believe I liked it. I mentioned it earlier. Billions. Um, it's another show. It's it's wealth porn, kind of like Succession uh, in, in Entourage. Before that, horrible characters, horrible people. Uh, but I just I want to see the most horrible people brought down. Um, it's just very arrogant characters and almost makes me not want to watch, but again, I just want to see the, the worst of them brought down and there's a lot of twists and turns in it. And it's, uh, it's, it's a very enjoyable show. So, and which I can't believe I like. Then I can't believe I, I liked it. Guilty pleasure for Shane was unsolved. The Biggie and Tupac murders. Uh, yeah, that was actually, <laughs> it was, I thought it was really good. Well done. And those guys look just like Tupac and Biggie. It's crazy. Was that on, uh, what was that on? Was that like FX? Netflix. On Netflix. Netflix. It's on Netflix. And then just going through some of the other ones here, because I ha now have the thing up. That was uh, Shane. 
And uh, arguing with myself, says the Suicide Squad. He couldn't believe he liked the Suicide Squad. Uh, Lindsay said she couldn't believe she liked Malignant, which uh, I guess that's what it was. You either liked it or you loved it or hated it. Shocking things. The answer was Home Sweet Home Alone. He actually liked Home Sweet Home Alone and surprised himself. Pina Comics said... Little dead air there. Bad trip. I can't believe I loved it, but it's certainly I can <laughs> believe I loved it, but it certainly would be a guilty pleasure. Sir John the Maniac from the Pina Comics Radio Hour said Jolt was surprisingly and surprisingly entertaining if stupid. Andrew Morgan could not believe he liked the Fear Street trilogy on Netflix. Yeah, I thought that was good. Stew. From Stew World Order, get, also did Fear Street there. Brian, did you do yours? No, but I can't get through those. I feel like an old man watching those Fear Streets. The or at last least the one first. Was hard, I thought. I mean, the first two was cool. I I don't know. I just no. I feel like you know, it's like a teenager. Like I'm too yeah, old I, to watch I, it. I couldn't get past the trailer. So I just you know, there's too many shows. Cemetery slashers, Gates, slashers, slashers, yeah. What's this Marvel one? Shang Chi. What? How do you say that? Shang Chi. All right, that was the uh, Cemetery Gates uh, guilty pleasure. Was that one? Uh, Isaac Thorne. Halloween Kills was his guilty pleasure. All right, I can respect that. Another goddamn movie. He said Tom and Jerry the movie. So I love some of these. <laughs> what the hell? That was he. Well, he was tripping. He was he. He had been dosed. Joey from So Wizard podcast was uh space. so wizard that's a so wizard that's a line from star wars episode one space sweepers i guess i've never i don't know what the heck that is and super retro said squid game which you also picked as wait what do you mean you can't believe you liked it you picked it as the best show of the year that's a little uh all right did everybody go i went right i did not okay go ahead well i actually had halloween and then i also had halloween kills uh, yeah, man, I've watched it like four times. I think if you watch Son it as a comedy, it is freaking hilarious. It's just a longer episode of Kenny Powers. If you watch it with Kenny Powers in mind, it is because it's like, I think there's a lot of things in there that are uh, really funny that I don't think are meant to be funny. Well, we can talk about that later, but it's freaking hilarious. I also had In the Heights. It's a movie I worked on. Uh, Lin-Manuel musical. I listen, I mean, I've never watched a musical in my life really. Um, so I got to be involved in that. So I picked it up and I actually enjoyed the movie and that was actually something I didn't think I'd like. Yeah, musicals now are West back Side, in a big way. West side story is coming out soon. Spielberg. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not going to go see that, but I mean, I got to work on one and that's kind of cool. I never did a, uh, like a big, and I also, it was a huge Hollywood movie. Uh, I was, you know, assisted with some of the makeup with Josh Tory, but then to see it and it actually put it all together was like, oh wow, I was there for that. It was, it was my, really my cool. Parents, my parents absolutely adored In the Heights, and I said, oh, my friend Brian did some makeup on it because you worked on was it, the Abuela. Abuela, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they said, you tell your friend Brian he was wonderful. So I'm like, all right, so Brian's Brian's made it into the mainstream. Yeah, it was uh, again. It was, you know. I never thought I'd do a musical, so that's kind of funny. 
All right, so now most underrated. I can't believe no one is watching this or talking about it. I picked The Shrink Next Door, which I've mentioned 100,000 mm. times. Really great show on Apple TV. Will Farrell is a successful uh, New York City businessman who has his life taken over completely for 40 years by That's his horrifying. psychiatrist played by Paul Rudd. Uh, and a true horrifying. a true story. So is I highly it a recommend. comedy or is no, it? No, it's not dark? really. No? There is some mildly amusing stuff in it, but it's mostly like my wife can't watch it. She's like, I hate this. It gets under my skin. I hate this. I will not watch it because you feel so bad for the Will Ferrell character. But he's mm. so great in it, though, because he's just he's great. He gives like a Pacino 1970 type performance in it. It's not flashy. Wow. He's just like this mensch who's put upon and can't stand up for himself. And Paul Rudd is also Paul Rudd just takes over his life. It's great. Uh. It's great. I love it. Uh, but it's on Apple TV, so it's kind of, I mean, other than Ted Lasso, th those things all kind of get get kind of lost in the shuffle. Uh, Brian, do you want to go? Uh, my underrated was uh, Joe Carnahan. Uh, between cop shop? Uh, boss level and cop shop. Like, he's my new favorite. Like, maybe it's just the macho. He's, he's the new character. Tony Scott. He's the new Tony Scott. Um, yeah, I listen, I don't like everything. I mean, narc, if you've ever, if, if you have to go back, narc is an unbelievable film. He's also, you know, very hit or miss. Uh, he tried a lot of Hollywood movies and maybe the Hollywood movies just were too big for him. He did the gray. He did a team. He did, uh, the two smoking guns in a barrel. No, he, did, uh, no smoking aces. Um, uh, so he, he's, he's hit or miss, but he's totally like, John Melius and uh, Walter Hill, like he's got like, he's a macho movie man. So, you you know, listen, he cast Mel Gibson in this day and age. So either you're going to like him or not. Um, but Boss Level is an underrated movie, action movie that like Frank Grillo, like check it out. Frank Grillo is also in Cop Shop. And I just, I don't know. I found though like, I don't know. They're just slightly less woke movies, slightly, you know, guns ablazing and slightly, Hey, they don't really make that much sense, you know, or they don't need to make that much sense. They're beautiful action films in, in, in a, in a world of explosions and superheroes and star heroes and what have you widgets come to life. It's just a, a more mid range action film, you know, and yeah, he's, I don't know. I hope I'm looking forward to seeing what he does next. So that was underrated, right? That's what we're doing. We're yes. underrated performance. Mike Lane, most underrated. Um, I don't know if it's underrated, but I, I don't know if harder they fall got the attention that I think it deserved. Uh, like, like I said before, just uh, a movie was a lot of fun. If you're a fan of Westerns, it's a fun Western, exceptional cast, exceptional soundtrack. Um, so I don't know, it just, it seemed to just kind of come and go, at least in the, the media that I read. Um, so yeah, that's the most underrated for me. I agree. I think that's a good answer. Mm. Uh, Shane, I don't think you answered this one cause I'm not seeing it on your list right there. 
Yeah, I don't think I had anything. All right, so let's skip to, I won't go through everybody's answers in the, because uh, this is much like the other category. I can't believe no one's talking. I can't believe I liked it. It's sort of the same category, so I apologize for that. All right, best podcast of the year. All right, I'm going to say the best podcast of 2021, even though you can only see the top of my head. I, I mean, I voted for Insufferable Bastards in the actual form, and we we actually won because more people, you know, they, they voted they, they voted for us. Uh, the Congratulations. 13, the 13 people that answered. Uh, but I'm going to say, Wait, it's not called, is it called Misery Loves Company by Kevin Brennan, the stand-up comedian. Uh, if you're into like old school, toxic white dudes, right? Yelling at each other like the old days of the Howard Stern show where it's just, it's all about interpersonal relationships and how people can't get along. They hurl insults at each other. Kevin Brennan is that. He's the only guy doing that now. Because so many of the podcasts, like Joe Rogan's the big one, right? And Joe Rogan's bro right? He'll have his comedian friends on they all kind of get along and they're all like frat boys but kevin brennan hates the people on his podcast he's had a falling out he has comedians on he argues he insults with them he just had a big falling out with his uh his co-host so i'm gonna say misery loves company for me best podcast of 2021 brian what do you think is there a podcast you love i i mean this was the hardest one for me because excuse me i don't really listen to podcasts um I, the only two that I listen to are Tiger Belly and Bad Friends. But I'm a big oh, uh, YouTube uh, rabbit hole guy. So I've definitely seen Kevin Brennan. I've definitely probably seen every – I'm more of a clip guy when it comes to podcasts. Um, so I, I that's going to be my answer. Shane, you said Insufferable Bastards. I don't know if you want to change that now that you're uh... – <laughs> I'll say Insufferable. I'm a big Brett Easton Ellis podcast fan, but – you have to pay for it, and I just don't have the money right now, so I haven't been listening. They put them up on YouTube, man, all oh, the time. Oh, they do? You just got to look. Yeah, you got to look sometimes. I love that guy's podcast, but I same thing. Once he went to pay, I was like, uh, but yeah, I, I wouldn't think I'd like that guy's podcast. But every intro that guy has, like he has a 20-minute soliloquy to intro every topic, and he always just like, where is he going with this? And somehow he, he makes it work. Uh, yeah, that dude is awesome. Uh, that's a great answer. Uh, Mike Lane, what's the best podcast? Music, movies, so and more, baby. Aside from that and aside from Insufferable Bastards, I listen to so many, but I pick, uh, lately I've been listening to, it's called Blank Check. And they, they do a deep dive on movies where directors are given a blank check to kind of do what they want. Is that a Ringer um, podcast? I think so. I think so. Right, sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to um, So I and it, the podcasts go long, but they're so knowledgeable about the movies, and then they kind of riff on other things. It's just it's just kind of like a bunch of friends talking about movies, but they know so much about them. Um, and then an honorable mention is called uh, "Words to Win By," which is which is about messaging in in politics and uh, how I am a, a tried and true Democrat and, and how Democrats can win. Uh, it's not like we're doomed. It's this is what we can do about it, even though things seem bleak. So that's that's an honorable mention for best podcast. All right, awesome. I'm going to do, okay, this is Super Retro. He picked Super Retro Throwback Reviews, which I, I, I voted for mine too. I'd have to read these because these are podcasts, fellow podcasts. I know. Joey from the So Wizard podcast, he picked Fans on Patrol. Another goddamn movie podcast picked Insufferable Bastards. Thank hey. you very much. Uh, Isaac Thorne picked Best Podcast of 2021, Postmortem with Mick Garris. If you're a horror okay. fan, it's hard to argue against that. Hmm. Cemetery Gates podcast picked Cemetery Gates podcast. 
That's <laughs> cool. We're going to give that. Uh, there was Shane who just answered. Arguing with myself, picked Pina Comics as the best podcast of 2021. Lindsay picked Behind the Bastards, which I've listened to. That is a great podcast. Uh, Shocking Things picked Pine of Insufferable Throwback Reviews. Combined us all to throw oh, love around that. to this fellow Nutmeg State podcast. Pine of Comics picked Best Podcast of 2021. The Countdown TV and Movie Reviews. Fuck you for not picking us, Pine of Comics. And <laughs> Sir John from the Radio Hour, who doesn't listen to podcasts, nevertheless picked Lewis Black's Rantcast as the best podcast of 2021. Andrew Morgan, fellow podcaster from the Netflix original movie podcast, picked The Big Picture, which that is a ringer podcast. Yeah, that's a good one too. That's a and good one last too. but not least, Stu the Weirdo from Stu World's Order picked Pina Comics. So I guess Pina Comics is the best podcast of 2021, according to Pina Comics and all their friends. All right, so the worst <laughs> podcast... 2021 and we and the, going through this will be easy uh of all the submissions because all those cowards would not pick a worst of podcasts because they're all a bunch oh, of really a bunch of pussies but i'm gonna say the opie podcast right opie and anthony oh god right they're 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 the second biggest shock jocks of all time under howard stern they were huge in new york city in uh the 90s and w101027 wnew switched to a talk format. Uh, you know, then it all fell apart. They were on Sirius or they were on XM and then it was XM Sirius. And then Kumia revealed himself to be a crazy right-wing racist dude and he went his way. But uh, clearly the talent of that program, as much as he may be problematic, was Anthony Kumia because Opie's podcast is unlistenable. This is a guy who was in radio forever and I'm not saying like we're a good podcast or I know how to speak or string words together, but God damn, that podcast is bad. And I agree with the guy's politics. Like of the two of them, I'm, I find like, I, I think that Opie would, but I don't know. It's, it's just terrible. It's shockingly bad. Is it boring? Is that what, yes. what's so bad about it? Yeah. Basically mm. he, the, basically it's, it's a no format podcast. He just, and the other day he went on Facebook live and he just, he just, he just posted sun coming up in New York city. And it was like five minutes of darkness, like no sound. Then he'll just start talking. He just takes, imagine if you just turned on your cell phone and you're terribly backlit. So nobody can see your face and you just, whatever you read the chat as people come in and they're just saying whatever. Oh yeah. Hey there. There's Stu from long Island. What's up, Stu? It's, it's just, <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. Brian, what was the worst podcast of 2021? Well, mine is a similar one, but mine's the Artie Lang show. Uh, halfway the, house. Uh, Artie Lang's halfway, halfway house. house. I'm and listen, I'm I'm just gonna say, well, I'm you know, I'm a bigger Stern fan, or that's probably why I don't listen to that many podcasts. But um I was rooting for Artie. I am uh we talked about this recently, and I am... Um, I don't know. It's just, it's unlistenable. It's, he's not a front man. He's a side guy. He's the, uh, you know, the uh, sidekick. It's disappointing because that's the one I'm like, you know, I, I wanted his blue collar humor or at least believe, to believe that I wanted that every man, uh, you know, probably what you're talking about with the Kevin Brennan uh, show. Somebody who's real, just being themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and he's just, uh, it's a I'm a sad, fat man with bad skin. I own it. He's a, it's just, he's sad now. Mm. 
and sad sad as far as he's is he still struggling with with no i mean he, no, I, I don't think, know i think he's I sober know. i it's I, we we talked about this on the last or two weeks ago episode i think he's, he's sober he's just not he's not he's, a good interviewer he's not an interviewer Ah, uh, okay. Like, you, know, you know how I've gone off the rails trying to like keep our list. Like that's the entire show's like that. Like he's just mm. he had on Joey Diaz, right? The stand-up comic, who's you know famous in the podcast Joe Rogan World. Yeah, and uh, Artie they, and they both had like monstrous, legendary. Like Joey Diaz was on Coke forever. Did time in you know did time in prison for it. And Artie just keeps at. Oh, can you believe? Hey, hey, can you? Hey, we're real. Hey, guy, you know you're doing so well. You're doing so well. That's great. You're doing so well. There's no. He doesn't advance the conversation. All he gets nothing out of the guy. It's all surface, and it's just it's hugely disappointing. That would be like no, my number two. Would be the Artie podcast. He 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 asked Doug Stanhope, who was a legendary party comic, legendary, you know, and like very open about it. Um, so how you doing? Like, uh, how's it doing? How you doing in COVID? <laughs> Just over Got and over answer. again. Got the answer. And then his next question was, so, you know, like, how you doing? Yeah. He like, has, you, a- know, you know, with, co- you know, mm. he literally asked the same question. He's trying and, to be and Mark Marin, and it's like, it don't work. He's also just not being fun. He's hung out. He's probably done lines with, you know, he's done stuff with Doug Stanhope. That is not on. Did they, he ask? They talk now, did he ask Doug Stanhope about like hanging out with Johnny Depp? Because he lived with Johnny Depp for a while. Yeah, no, no, it's none of dude, it. It's the none lamest thing in the world. So, what did you do? What did you do during COVID? And and Artie is just brilliant at storytelling. Yeah, you know? he needs somebody no there. He's he's a, he, he's got to be the second fiddle. He's not he's not a mm. he's a co-host, not a host. No one's yeah yeah yeah. It, it, no one's pulling that out, and he can't pull out of anything. Like he's just he's a horrible interviewer. Shane, do you remember what yours was? I don't know if you answered this. Yeah, I do. My favorite podcast and most hated podcast is Insufferable Bastards. <laughs> and, and that's I only because you're on it. You just came to that realization. Days, there'll be days when you'll send me an invite and I have to work and then I go to listen to it and I'm just like, these motherfuckers. <laughs> like, they talk one, I get triggered with the Marvel stuff and I just am like, what is wrong with their opinions? <laughs> Uh, I love that. I thought like going into this, going into this very broadcast, Shane was like, oh, I kind of like that. I thought it was like being in, actually on it now. You're like, holy shit. Yeah, this is the worst. There's nothing. There's got to be. What could be worse than, than this podcast? I don't know. Being on, on it's fun because you can like defend stuff or whatever. But there's times, you know, listen to your Halloween kills things and stuff. And I'm just like, oh, but you like that? No, I I watched it once. I didn't know if I liked it or not. I watched it twice. I was like, I don't think I like that. And then a friend wanted to go and I watched it a third time. And she was like, I can't believe you watched that piece of shit three times. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that is I a wanted weird to like it. It's like, yeah. I wanted to force myself to like it. Cause I was like, the other one I thought was so fucking good. I really like, and I love David Gordon Green. So. Right. I mean, I still hold out hope for the uh, the third one. I, I kind of feel the same way about the Many Saints of Newark. Like when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is really good." And then you hear everybody say, "Like, oh, this is a piece of shit." I'm like, "Oh, I definitely looked at this through rose colored glasses." Like that was. But a piece I of definitely shit. think there's a move. Many Saints of Newark can be re-edited to be a brilliant movie. If it's Maybe. just about Tony and his mother. You know, exploring that. that or just, no, it's about, but that was the whole second. That was the whole the real uncle, show. The, 
Just go, yeah, go, just go to Dickie. It's Don't even acknowledge the all the other Dickie, guys. Dickie it should have been all Dickie. All Dickie and, and all the, the time. Guy, and the guy that screws him over, his friend that screws him over, and there's a whole race tension thing there, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. you could do all yeah, really of that. that. It could have been, a, it could have been a, a better Netflix series or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Mike, did you it go yet? It did leave me wanting to see more, though. It did leave me wanting more. Yeah, Maybe I that's, agree. Yeah. Did you give worst podcast or no? Me? I don't think, yeah, did you name one? Uh, I did not, um, right, but I'll go with the Joe Rogan experience. Um, I listened to Joe Rogan from the very first episode to the like 500th episode or whatever. And then I just, I, I had to stop. It's, um, misinformation, uh, cruelty. And most of all, it's, it's an, it's a, as it's just a know-it-all attitude, uh, that, that just, it makes, makes it dangerous now, especially with all the COVID misinformation, vaccine, vaccination, misinformation he's giving out. Uh, nothing annoys me more than people who think they're smarter than they are. And that's certainly Joe Rogan. Uh, Google the Dunning Kruger effect, and that kind of describes Rogan and what he does. But it's 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 harming people now, and that's what uh, that's what makes it the worst podcast for me. Joe Rogan, he actually his he appears a bunch of times on this list right now. Let me run through yeah. our fellow podcasters who uh, give their opinions on the worst podcast of the year. Stu, starting with Stu, Crazy Stu World Order. He says, uh, "Where the hell is this now?" Probably Dr. Horse Medicine, Joe Rogan. <laughs> That's Stu's answer. Andrew Morgan, worst podcast of the year, doesn't answer. <clears throat> Pussy. Uh, <laughs> Sir John. Oh, wait. The Sir John I already gave. He gives an, I'll say insufferable bastards. He doesn't like us. Uh, Pina <sighs> Comics just answered, nope. Coward. Uh, shocking things. Are they afraid that people are going to come after them or something? I don't know. I think, because well, I, I think when those guys, this is just me speculating on a hypothesis. I don't think Pina Comics thought, oh, yeah, Joe Rogan or Opie, like I did. Yeah, I think because he, he's he more into those, those guys are really into independent, but like he listens to yeah. small podcasts like this right, as right. opposed to the giant ones. So that's, I'm kidding around. That's probably why. And I wouldn't shit on a, you know, a podcast no, like ours, no. unless I didn't know the guy or if it was Glenn Baisley. Uh, all right. So that's uh, the Shocking Things podcast. It says Film Talk is the worst podcast of 2021. I don't know what that is. Uh, Lindsay says the worst podcast is, I don't know, Joe Rogan probably. <laughs> Joe Rogan by default. <laughs> Arguing with myself. Uh, I don't listen to bad podcasts. Yeah. There's Shane. Oh, excuse me. Very <clears throat> sorry about that. Cemetery Gates podcast says uh, it's not horror. Okay. I don't know. Is that? I don't know if that's a podcast yes, or a statement. A podcast. Oh, it, is? I, it might be a. That, I mean, that very well is a great name for a podcast. That really is. It's just so many. There's just so many. Isaac Thorne says worst podcast, dude. I don't listen to bad podcasts. Yeah. Uh, another goddamn movie podcast, Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Joey from So Wizard <sighs> says Cinemassacre podcast. Cinemassacre? I don't know that one. Uh, Super Retro, Worst Podcast, Goop, Gwyneth Pacho's Vagina Smelling yeah. Candle Scented Podcast. Damn! Went out on a limb there. I'm going to defend Joe Rogan slightly. Oh, I wanted to defend Joe Rogan. All right. Although, All right. I've, I mean, truth be told, I... I uh, I always had a hard time listening to full Joe Rogan episodes. I didn't listen as long as Mike. I'm kind of late to the whole Joe Rogan thing. 
uh, you know, through him, I kind of got into, I found Tiger Belly and Bobby Lee, sure. you know what I mean? A fighter and kid for a while. There are some funny clips there, but. Uh, yeah, I can't. I mean, I just I do the YouTube clips. You know, I was doing YouTube yeah, clips for a while. Say, His stuff on Norm McDonald. Yeah, like. But um, I'll also say this in his defense. I, I don't t- listen. He was the the carpenter on news radio. I don't take him. I never yeah. took his advice seriously. And I think anyone that does, I mean, that quite. Yeah, I don't know. You question their smartness. Like if you're gonna listen to a radio host or a podcaster, a comedian and get like any, and I just mean, I, any I life think, advice. I think the concern though, is that unfortunately we now live in a society and a country where, yeah, we're a bunch of morons and we listen to Joe Rogan. Cause I feel the same. It's like, who's listening to Joe Rogan for information on anything other than he, when he's talking about like, Hey, the comedy store, I want to hear, Hey, yeah. you know, but you know, Ari Shafir and Burt Kreischer and all that crap. They're like interaction. But, uh, yeah, but I, I don't listen to his podcast really anymore. Once he went to Spotify, I was like, eh. But he does but have, Mike, like, he has some schmucks on, too. I mean, anybody who's interviewing Alex Jones at this point, go yeah, fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, you know, that's a hard go fuck yourself with Alex Jones. Uh, although I like, I mean, I, you know, I substituted uh, your mom's house with Tom Segura. That guy is funny. Tom Segura is funny. Yeah. I, I tried back in the day. I always found him boring on on rogan so i i just i couldn't get into into your mom's house i would say google tom segura on local uh, news broadcast he had this whole rap character he would do but it was fake uh and that's a good that's a good uh like entry into tom segura he, he's pretty funny he's pretty good okay. on that and it, it, it might have been because i think segura was like incredibly high anytime he was on rogan so it usually just kind of slowed things down and it was hard to put sentences together so maybe you watch him break his arm on a basketball T- type that in where he breaks his arm and his leg on. he breaks his oh, wrist oh, and his, his leg. leg whatever he is no yeah. it's both it's both. something okay Google that because that is incredible video to see. Oh, it is. Ah. It is funny because it's a forty-five-year-old guy trying to play back. He tries to do a dunk and he ends up yeah breaking. Bert Kreischer, it's really funny. Yeah, but uh, but it, yeah, it's weird that whole LA kind of podcast thing has kind of died out. And Brian Callen accused of whatever Me Too stuff. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Dalia also accused yeah. of, of of random sex uh, related or inappropriateness. With uh, the opposite sex stuff, there it's they're all just kind of they kind of petered out there. Uh, but anyway, all right. So that's that. Anyone else uh, got anything they want to add? Looking back at twenty twenty one, maybe there's a soap opera you like. Maybe you're into like the new Saved by the Bell on Paramount. I don't I know. watched that Tammy Faye Baker movie. It wasn't horrible. I really like Doom Patrol. I thought that was it, yeah it, right was right. So it's superhero stuff, but it's from a mental health perspective and it was really heady and trippy and and just very well brendan fraser was fantastic in that it's mostly his voice but just his voiceovers were just so funny very very good show i guess that would be comeback of the year brendan fraser because he was in that uh steven soderbergh uh, film noir whose name escapes me he he had a small Uh, role but he's really good in it yeah and i like that he has as many chins as me and he was in The Affair as well. Um, and that was the first time I saw him in With a while. McNulty? Huh? With McNulty from The Wire? Yeah, yeah. And oh, he no was kidding. excellent in that. And he's got a big, I think it's a Darren Aronofsky movie coming up. 
There you go, Brendan Fraser. Yeah. All right, guys. Another thanks movie a lot. It was kind of cool. Was Antlers the horror movie? With, oh, he was uh, in that. Terry Russell. No, no, no. He said it's good, and the oh. and the dude, and Kristen Dunst's boyfriend or husband. Yeah, Todd from. Yeah, he's from awesome. Dad. What's his name? Jesse Plemons, something Plemons. like that. Is that his Plemons. name? Plemons. Yeah. Very oh, yeah. good. That he's guy very has good. slowly emerged as like the new character actor. Yeah. He's yeah. really good in that Gene Campion. I, I thought he was really good as like the. Oh, he's in that too. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's him, Kirsten Dunst, and what's his he's name? He's in Bert, that new Bert Scorsese. Benedict. He's in the new Scorsese. I guess he switched parts. Like took the lead, and Leo took the side character. Like they switched parts. Hmm. Oh no, kidding. Cool. All right, everybody. So that is we're gonna do part three but we're too lazy and it's getting late it's 10 o'clock at night uh that's it we combined part two and three into into one episode and that is a uh, merry christmas and all that stuff happy uh holidays happy hanukkah kwanzaa all that good stuff so i guess we'll happy holidays. Holidays. oh yeah we got to play tonight are we going to play yeah we're going on at 10 all right awesome then we oh, finish wow. this just in time Here's the outro music, you bastards.